0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for loving us and taking care of us. We thank you for allowing us to see another day. Father God, we ask you to forgive us of any sins we've done, knowing and unknowingly. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this podcast. We ask you to pour out into us wisdom and knowledge. Father God, we ask you to bless the ones that are hearing it bless the ones that are reading it. Father God, we ask you, you get the increase while I get the decrease. We ask you to teach through me, Father God. Give me the utterance of what you want me to say. Father God, help me to teach in the spirit and not in the flesh. In Jesus' name, amen. The verse of the day is Psalms 127 and one. Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects the city, guarding it with sentinels would do no good. Subject in the orchestra of God. Christian truths, I'm gonna say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I'm no good without God. I'm his. I am focused. I'm his instrument. We can start any test we want. I mean, anything. We could build a computer from scraps our car, we can run for mayor or president, we can go to school and get any degree, start a business with our own two hands. We can do anything we place our mind on, but at the end of the day, the Lord's telling us, do this first. If we didn't, if he didn't build it, if it wasn't started with him, if it wasn't in his will, it is a waste of time. Because whether we believe this or not, that everything must be done in the will of God, not ours. God gives us free will to do what we like, when we like, but we must do what his will is for our life. So before we do anything, we must do two things, seek his will and give him credit for everything. We have to understand that God wants to be part of our lives every day. He wants to be included in our plans. He he wants us to talk to him every day. He wants us to place nothing before him. He wants us to love him and meditate on his word day and night. The next part of this verse says that unless the Lord protects the city by guarding it with Saturn, Saturn means soldiers. So unless the city is protected with and by God, placing guards near the interests of the city is no good. It won't help. We can build wherever we want to a block, anything, anyone out of a city. We can put any ADT security system on every house or a ring doorbell. If God isn't who we say protects our house, it won't happen because God's strength is what keeps us and protects us from everything seen and unseen. 1 Corinthians 3 and 7 says this, So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. It says us here that we can get the best pastors, teachers to plant a seed of understanding. We can even have one of those pastors to water it. But it doesn't matter at all because God grows it. God is in control of everything. and a moment, we get this. We will totally understand that our life isn't our own and as much as paul had others plans to to go kill a bunch of folks jesus said no he was immediately stopped and turned around and god controls everything even when abram gave his wife to balak god blocked it into told like, no you can't do this see even if we say yes god says no it will always be left up to god now sometimes God will let us do whatever we like so we can see that he's in control. We discussed this on Sunday in the devotional called Avoiding Bitter Fruit. That God is in control and we must follow. Psalms one fifteen and 3 says, Our God is in the heavens. He does all that he pleases. Isaiah 14.24, The Lord of hosts has sworn as I have planned. So shall it be as I have purposed and shall it stand. Job 12 and 10, In the hands of the life of every living thing in the breath of all mankind. God is in control of everything. We could try to go against this, but the Holy Spirit, we can, God is in control of everything. We could try to go against this, but the Holy Spirit wants us to understand that in this, through our devotion this week, that our lives belong to God on high. Everything that has breath must surrender to him alone. And that whatever you're doing in your life, if you think that you're controlling it, you're not. You're not. But we must render whatever control we have and give it unto God now. Isaiah 55, 8 through 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than yours. We never understand God. He, he would give us fragments for us to know him. But our thoughts would never be his thoughts our ways would never be his ways and we will always be outside of everything wondering about his mystery and glory and the reason being for us to continue to seek him if we know everything we will have no reason to seek him still as long as we are curious and engaging and reading and talking to him we will always wonder and need more and more today seek god give him praise give him everything you're supposed to render to him because in today's devotional as we can see that it means nothing until we give ourselves to him we aren't protected through our hands but his we aren't alive because of our body it's because he says so we are given opportunities each time to give god praise to give everything to him honor but it's up to us to do it a lot of times we will forget because we like to get pats on the back but really and truly we aren't doing any praise we're just instruments in His orchestra Until we realize that, we'll always lack praise into him. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Father God, we ask you today to help us to apply today's devotional to our lives. We ask you to help us to always give you the credit. We ask you to help help us to give everything unto you, praise and glory, Father God. Father God, we ask you if this is something we struggle with, we ask you to help us not to struggle in it. We render this problem to you, Father God. Father God, we want to do your will. and So Father God, we ask you to show us your will. Father God, we, we ask you to help us to make it through the day, Father God. Father God, we ask you to forgive us for any sins we've done. Father God, we ask you to continue to protect us through through and from being seen and unseen, Father God. Father God, give us the strength to, to go through this day. In Jesus' name, amen. So today's devotional is... In the orchestra of God. In any orchestra or any place of business or anywhere you go is, is people that are in control. In the orchestra, you have the conductor. He's always conducting everything. He's telling people to be quiet with the motion of his I call it his little wand or stick. He's he's slowing the music down. He's telling them how fast to go. He's pointing at them. He's given direction by this by his fa- facial expression because he's in control. That's just like God. God is in control. We are in His orchestra. When He says to slow down, we must slow down. When He says to speed up, we must speed up. If He says to listen, we must listen. If He says to forget this and move on, we must forget this and move on. And yes, we have the free will to run as mayor, as the, as the devotional said, we have the free will to run mayor, as a mayor, as a president. We have the ability to, to start our own business. We have the ability to do anything we want. But if we don't go through the conductor and we don't listen for the conductor and the conductor says to go and the conductor says to stay, if we don't listen to these things, we will fall into this thing of not be able to accomplish anything. See, God gives us the the power or the rights to to accomplish what he wants us to accomplish. But what we got to understand is that the moments that we take and we don't listen for those voices, nothing will be accomplished. I have started things in my life that I felt that he wanted me to start. And at the end of it, I realized I heard him wrong. That's not what he wanted me to stop. I had to stop. And what causes most people so much heartache and pain is because they go out and they start these things. They put so much time and effort into it. And when it falls apart, they're like, Why did it fall apart? Did you ask God? Was that his will? That's why every, every day we must get up and we must ask God, What is your will for my life? What do you want me to do with my life? Because I have these plans and I know if you're, since you're the conductor of my life, if this is not what you want for my life, I know this is gonna fall apart. So tell me now, do I need to go forward or do I need to wait? And he will tell you what to do. But if we're so strong-headed and strong-minded, we will tell ourselves things that he said is okay, that he he, he gave us the green light. And sometimes he wants us to stop at the red light and wait. Now a lot of us are so impatient that we roll right through the red light. We roll right through the stop sign because we're so focused on getting there. I remember one time um I had a controller at Walmart. I had placed an order and um the order it was before Walmart pickup. I think you could I don't know how it happened, but somehow or another I had the order at Walmart. And this has been some years ago. And I went to pick up the order at Walmart and I was so focused to getting this controller, I think it was a controller game. I'm gonna say controller. And it was a red light, went right through it because I was so focused, I didn't stop. And so the officer pulled me over and he said, you do realize you ran through a red light? I said, yes, sir, I do. He said, where were you going? I said, to get this controller. <laughs> it's funny now, but it wasn't funny then. And he said, ma'am, you have to obey the laws of the lights. If it tells you to stop, you must stop. If it tells you to go, you must go. So he gave me a warning and um, I learned my lesson that no matter what I'm going towards, no matter what I'm traveling for, I need to pay attention. And I honestly don't think I was paying attention because I was so excited to get my item. And that's like us in life. Some of us are so excited to get to point B that we're not seeing the red lights that God has thrown out. We don't see the speed bumps that he thrown out. We just keep rolling. And some of us, God is telling us to stop. I need to talk to you. Stop. You're not prepared for this yet. Stop. I need to, I need you to, to listen. And a lot of us are not listening. A lot of us are so focused on what we want. But do we know what God will us? Do we know what he wants? Another part of this devotional, we talked about how God will protect the, it doesn't matter what we put on a, uh, with in front of a city. Back then they had soldiers they would put in front of the, the gates of a city or, or in front of a, the outside of a city to protect it. And a lot of people thought if i put a lot of men out there to block people from coming in they won't come in I, I won't have a problem i don't have to worry about anyone coming in that shouldn't be because they thought as many men that they could collect they throw out there it's fine and a lot of times that helped uh, for people not to get in if you remember joshua um sent um people out to to the to to land to look and see what was out there and And they came back and they told him, but if these people had people set up and set out to watch, they would have never known what was in the land. They would have never known it was giants out there. You you see what I'm saying? But because the land was open and free, they could set up and watch and see how these people are moving and what they're doing easily. But it doesn't matter if these people have people outside the city back then. If God wanted people to conquer that city, they did. It didn't matter if they had 9,000 people. God had 300 people. Those people were going to attack that city. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't matter if you have ADT, ring, doorbell, whatever, other brick security. I think it's another one. It doesn't matter. If God is willing, if God wants that that house or that item to be protected, he's going to protect it. But if God says, okay, this is the night that this is going to happen. It's going to happen. We have to understand the good and the bad comes from God. It it does. It tells us in Job, but what we have to understand is that it's his will and in his will is a purpose in it. And it it took me a while to understand that, that whether it's good or bad, he's there. And a lot of times people are like, oh, only good comes from God. And yeah, good things come from God. But and he doesn't allow the bad to happen to, to hurt us or harm us. Sometimes he allows the bad to happen because we're disobedient. We talked about this in avoiding bitter fruit. He allowed this to happen because we we're not listening. Look at David. David was a, a, a king. And because he allowed his eyes to feel him, he, he didn't stop once to say, maybe I shouldn't lust after this woman. Look at David again. He, he was supposed to count the cities, the, the people in the city, but he counted them anyway. He, God allowed him to count those people, and guess what happened? An angel came and destroyed the land. He asked him. He said, "What would you rather for happen?" And he allowed the death angel to come. So many people lost their lives. David lost his son. Even in that, you see what God has planned for us is there, but it's up to us to listen it's up to us to calm down our body and mind and say what are you saying to me in this moment sometimes we're gonna have to tell our mind to be still so i can hear god that's why it's important that we meditate and pray that we that we do our meditation that we teach our help ask the holy spirit to teach us to settle our thoughts that's why it's good to get a note pad and paper and write down what we what we're thinking If we're thinking about making a list for Walmart, write it down. If we're thinking about the Amazon cart, write it down. If we're thinking about starting dinner, write it down. So you can continue to empty your mind. So not empty your mind, but place your mind on God. Because as long as your mind is filled, you won't have any rest to hear his voice. You will think that your yeses are bigger than his, and he's saying no. But because you're so focused and you're ready to go, you don't hear him say stop. We have to learn to stop. We have to learn to go with the conductor of our orchestra, which is Jesus. But because we're so into, I want to do this because I want to show this person I can do it. Or I want this promotion because I deserve it. I want this house because I deserve it. But did God want you to have that bigger house? Do God want you to have that promotion? Do God want you to start that business? Do God want you to work at this place? We have to start slowing down and looking at the conductor. First Corinthians three and seven says, "So neither we we he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth." Once again, God gives the growth. God is in control. We can give our time to any pastor, my teachings, anyone's teaching. I, I don't water anything. God does. He does the growing. And a lot of people got that confused during Paul's day. They they were so focused on who was who's for Apollos and who was this for this person and who was for Paul. And Paul said, no, let, let me make sure I find this because I want to quote this right. Give me just a second. I want to quote this right. Okay, it's 1 Corinthians 3 and 6. It says, I planted the seed, Apollo watered, it, but God has God has been making it grow. See, he wanted them to understand that it, it doesn't matter who you get to do it. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter who you, who you say you're for. It doesn't matter if you're for uh, this pastor or that pastor. It does not matter. What he wanted them to understand, he says that I plant the seed, Apollo watered, it, but God makes it grow. So I think I misquoted earlier, but God makes it grow. I can water as much as I want to. I can help fertilize whatever you have in your mind that's going on about God. I can do that, but God makes it grow. We are here to plant seeds and and other people are, God is here to grow it. It goes on to say, so neither the one who plants nor the one who waters anything, but only God who makes things grow. He said, they're nothing. They can plant the seed, but they're nothing. They're nothing without God. He goes on to say to verse eight, the one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose and they are, they will each be watered according to their own labor. We all have a purpose. It doesn't matter who does it. It's according to how God plans for you to do it. And it plans, it's, it's about God growing it. Okay? Verse 9 says, For we are co workers in God's service. You are God's field and God's building. It says it here God's fields, God's building. We are His orchestra. We only grow and do according to what He says we can do. We have to understand that, that we can have whatever plans we want, but we are God's field and we are His building. So I want to recap on this real quick because I want us to understand this. On verse five, it says, what after all is Apollo's? And what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe as the Lord has assigned to each task. Just like God assigned me a task to to do this podcast. He signed TG Jakes to preach. He he decided someone else to do another teaching. We all are assigned to those things, okay? We all are servants. I plant the seed, verse six. will water it, but God has, has been making it grow t.g jakes can water it i can plant the seed but god's gonna make it grow everything is through god in the moment that we understand that that our life will go better that our will his will for our life will go better we will understand it better when we hold on to the fact that we can't do anything without him that we can't give credit to what we are or who we are to anyone else and that's basically what paul was saying we can't give uh, credit to him. We can't give credit to Apollos. We can't give credit to uh, Sarah Jakes or T.G. Jakes or whoever else. We can't give credit to no one but God because God decides whether that seed that was planted would grow. Do you see what I'm saying? That's what he's saying through five, verse 5 and 9 of 1 Corinthians 3 is that God is going to control everything. But we have to hold on to the fact that if we don't listen, we won't know. We will continue to run around in circles because we're not ready to let go of the idea that we're in control of our own lives. Psalms 115 and 3 says, our God is in the heaven. He does all that pleases. Joe 12 and, and 10, it says, in his hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of all mankind. Everything is in his hands. The moment you marry, the moment you start a business, the moment you go to work, the moment you wake up, the moment you tie your shoes, the moment you, you do this or that, whatever it is, God is in control. We are in his orchestra. And in a true orchestra, when the conductor says stop, we must stop. If the conductor say slow down, you must slow down. We are in his orchestra. And like Paul says, we are his field in his building. I pray you all have a blessed day. Remember Jesus loves you. I love you too. Remember the, the memory verse, the verse of the day reference for further reading, even the um, devotionals will be tagged at the bottom as well for you to read over. If you like uh, remember to like subscribe and follow on any major platform. And remember God is the orchestra. God is the conductor. We are the orchestra. Remember to like, subscribe, and follow on any major platforms. And remember to share with a family member or friend. And please share on your social media. Be blessed. Thank you.